This is a test of the emergency podcast system. Repeat, this is a test of the emergency podcast system. Disaster Girls is an unironic excavation of disaster movies with profiles as high as the tallest volcano and as low as the Marianas Trench. In order to ensure your safety and enjoyment, please remain calm and keep your ears locked on your hosts, myself, Jordan Gruciola, and me, Amanda Smith. Hello and welcome back, of course, to Disaster Girls. Jordan Cruciola here. And Amanda Smith. And this week, for I mean, for my money, we have a real treat for you all. We are we are gonna discuss the hurricane heist. The grin that I have on my face isn't because we're recording again. It's because I'm so excited to talk about this movie. The Hurricane Heist, not to be confused with any old Hurricane Heist. No, it's the. It's the singular Hurricane Heist. And this movie is so much fun because as me and Amanda talked about this, she had thought we were going to be rooting... For the heist. I thought it was so that's very confusing. I thought this was a movie about people heisting. Yeah. And in fact, yeah, they are preventing a heist. It is about preventing it is hurricane heist prevention. Yeah. Which is deceptive. <laughs> but once I realized what was happening, I was a hundred percent on board. So so what what we're up to in this movie is Agent Maggie Grace. Yep. I I forget her character's name for some reason. It, it can just be Agent Maggie Agent Grace. Maggie she Grace has a great name. Work, it could just exactly. Be. It's excellent. Works for the United States. She works for the government. And in this capacity for the movie, she works for the United States Treasury Department, where for some reason at a treasury location in Alabama along the Gulf Coast, they are taking $600 million worth of U.S. cash bills where they are going to destroy it. And it just so happens that this coincides with a has to be worst storm of the century, a a category five hurricane. Well, while this destruction is meant to take place, what Agent Maggie Grace does not know is that there is a team, two really, two overlapping teams of Mm -hmm. criminals who are dead set on recovering that $600 million. Heisting it. Heisting it, absconding with it under the cover of hurricane. Yeah. And Agent Maggie Grace and her meteorologist companion and his shit kicker brother fall into a, a little click together and they set out to stop the heisters. Yeah. So it's it's hurricane heist halting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's 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 doesn't ever take itself too seriously. It is there are movies like this where it veers too far into into cheesy, but this one somehow stays grounded through solid it's performances. It's so earnest. It, it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it truly <clears throat> believes in itself. Yes. And that earnestness of the movie is what just carries you through, like rushing floodwaters. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, like well, like I guess surging, I'm in it. Mm-hmm. Like the surging gulf. Yeah. Overtaking. And much like the surging gulf, it is filled with toxins mm-hmm. um, and you probably shouldn't be in it. But man, once you're in it, it's <laughs> yeah. like a warm bath. Yeah. And it features, uh, alongside Agent Maggie Grace, it features a wonderful cast that includes Toby Kebble, who plays uh, Ace Meteorologist, Meteorologist Will, Ryan Quanton, who might be contractually bound to play a Southerner, um, <laughs> Australian actor Ryan Quanton playing uh, Will's brother, Breeze. Which, side note, I just want to know what parents are like, we're going to name the older brother Breeze. Yeah. Younger brother, 
Well, well, they, but I, how did they give up? Did maybe it was a flight of fancy that they were like, didn't pan out. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. Breeze doesn't seem like he's on a track to success. So it's we're like, going to go. Breeze kind of sucks. So let's yeah. go Will for this one. And then uh, I think a true coup of casting. Ralph Innocent plays. Uh, he begins as Agent Maggie Grace's co-worker, sort of her boss, really. And his character is um, an Irish immigrant. And he plans to retire to Ireland at the end of this because Maggie thinks he's just he's just going to be done with his term of service but really he's about to heist in his mind 600 million dollars mm-hmm. and then flee to Ireland for the rest of his life um, and because he's Irish of course they make him wear a plaid hat I just realized that he gives her the entire plan in the beginning of the movie by telling her that he's going to leave <laughs> he does he straight up says to her like I'm leaving this country mm-hmm. she should have been wondered like Irish guy how (laughs) how what is your uh, you're gonna retire that's so exciting on the government pension you're just gonna go to Ireland and have a nice like distillery or whatever dreams you have no (laughs) no yeah I definitely back when I thought that he this was a movie about heisting I was like he's gonna be the one who accidentally it goes he tries to stop the heist by uh, that Maggie is carrying out and it goes horribly awry and he dies a week before retirement they really threw me off on that one. And if you can say you there was an, at least one twist in a movie called The Hurricane Heist, that's a win. Although, to be fair, once he removed the hat, once he became evil, yeah. um, I definitely didn't know who he was. <laughs> and it took me until the part where she was like, oh my God, it's you. And I was like, oh, it's the Irish. <laughs> oh, it's the, dry, the, it's the signature guy. gorgeous, gravelly, rumbling voice of Ralph Innocent. And you did not know that that was him. I really didn't. Oh my God. It didn't, it didn't go through with my head. <laughs> I just was like, uh, it's the guy. And I, in my head, I was like, well, okay, this is just kind of the, he seemed like a, a, what's his name from shoot the gloss from Die Hard. From Di- oh oh Alan Rickman. Well, he seemed not. He didn't seem like Alan Rickman. He had <laughs> who is clearly departed. Alan Rickman is extremely dead. <laughs> yes, as, as, as of our recording, um, <laughs> we don't know <laughs> that could change. As of our recording, twenty sixteen was a tough year. Maybe he's looking at twenty twenty <laughs> for a comeback. <laughs> Jesus rose again. There's no reason that Alan Rickman can't. He is beloved. I can't. Hope. <laughs> I, I cannot wait for the Alan Rickman comeback tour. I just I just <laughs> fucked up on my mic so hard. We Jesus would Christ. be so fortunate oh, for God. an Alan Rickman resurrection. Yeah. Just he come would be descends a, from the heavens. He would be a great hurricane heist villain. Oh, he'd be a great. I mean, that's I the think thing, you're we're seeing Amanda's posthumous dream casting. If I could, heist. he should be like that is 100 percent who he should be. Because there was no moment of this where I wasn't like this could be Ral- this could be Alan Rickman. <laughs> there was no, uh, there was no moment where it was like this this could be played by anybody other than Ra- Alan Rickman. It it was meant to be that. That's fair. But he's not who I dreamcast uh-huh. in this because that would be ridiculous. He's dead. <laughs> um but it was definitely like an idea. Well, um, now that we now that we have the summary out of the way, uh shall we Let's reality charge at the index. speed of a hurricane. Okay. Into, let's charge right into the speed of a hurricane. Into which the means reality and moving about five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Like that that's what that's a, a, a normal hurricane speed. One would think. Okay. Okay. Um in this movie, however, hurricanes move much more sprightly. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, no, they move much slower than in this movie. They it when they were running in the opening sequence, um, it is set during Hurricane Andrew, which was a dark choice, I thought. Yeah, given that's that, a, a real 
devastating yeah. piece of American like, history. We've re- that's one of those hurricanes we've retired the name of. Yes, yes. It would. It was very. It was like setting an opening sequence and like setting. Uh, uh, it would be like just Pompeii. having the Challenger explosion. Yeah, and like that's when what it's not about the Challenger explosion, right? Just like oh god, like that. That's what inspires him to to fight back against space. Yes, it's yes. like that was what what inspired Bruce Willis in Armageddon was the Challenger explosion. Yes, that would be the same context. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Will's dad is driving a pickup truck very rapidly away I think from it's a tow truck. It might be a tow truck. I think truck. it's a tow truck, yeah. It because that's a- why he goes out to try and rescue it and oh. leaves his children alone. Oh, right. And because also he, that like, explains why his truck. brother has the garage later. Yeah. Right, yeah. sure. <laughs> See, this movie makes perfect sense, you guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when, when they're all running from it in the truck and Will turns around and says, it's gaining on us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's just they're in the them. middle of it at that point. Also, it's so, not gaining; it is over. But that's the thing them. is that it's chasing them. But like hurricanes don't do that. No. If, if you've ever sat and watched as many hours of the Weather Channel um, <laughs> hurricane watch as I have, uh huh, I can promise you it's like twelve hours of just looking at like rain and a light breeze. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also it this like crawl does the thing of like people seem shocked yeah at 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 the hurricane when like we are tracking and anticipating tropical storms yeah over the ocean for days in advance and i'm not saying that means everybody gets out in time but just the way that they're reacting to this is like how could we have known yeah it's like you which knew. i loved that they they went to the weather service to noaa and they for one scene had <laughs> and it, it could have been a dude in an office they didn't have to have science people yeah yeah doing science things <laughs> and they had so many science things and lights and yeah. they're like just to set up the con like if you just had a guy in an office and then had some background noises we <laughs> shot him through the glass of like ribbing on will and then telling him about science weather stuff i would have bought it right 100 percent. but then we wouldn't get the petty squabble between competing meteorologists right which was great because yeah. it's important that you know that meteorologist very petty <laughs> well known in the science community but that jumps that jumps ahead even oh of, sorry but of yeah the, so of the intro with the little boys and their dad you're right i got completely off base yeah. they, so it's moving super fast yeah which is not how fast hurricanes move they would have had plenty of time so at the end i was like maybe it's the eye of the storm but uh-huh. you're telling me you don't think it is no because it was it was it was rough and tumble the entire time they were in it it was never clear as the movie True. eye always is and, and in real life as well but like it's it, you make a show of the eye of a hurricane in a movie about yeah. how calm and crystalline it is that's but a really good there, point. i was like waiting for a, a like twister style cow to come yeah. across the, the the it was frame it was very twister-esque yes. it was inter- and like the roiling clouds along the ground it was extremely twister-esque um to the point where all of a sudden it got windy enough to wrench a house off its foundation yes uh dad is trying to escape with his kids and when the storm gets unmanageable within five minutes yes their origin story these boys the the siblings is that dad pulls off into this like seemingly abandoned home they all go inside but i think dad needs to go outside to anchor for some reason his tow truck or else it's gonna fly away leaving his boys inside to watch him die in almost hilarious fashion almost when a when a like a turret from atop a farmhouse comes comes rolling across the frame and just picks him right up and he's just gone. He's, he's just gone. he's just been rolled up. It was like watching a rolling pin. I just imagine the dad flattened out exactly. on the other side of the rolling. Like cuz you don't see the body on the ground like he's no. stuck on that thing. <laughs> and I I do want to note that like in in keeping with the tradition of of extremely annoying disaster movie kids. Yeah. These boys were extremely oh, horrible. Annoying. And I I 
was I was laughing to the point of tears for some time for some reason <laughs> watching the very beginning of this one because little Will like when he's like it's gaining on us little little baby Will is like dad faster <laughs> and I was like this cannot be a southern child like what the hell the accents down dad faster <laughs> when he said this. when Will when adult Will looks into the into the hurricane clouds. And they're underestimating you. Yeah. <laughs> and his, his vowels and consonants yeah, suddenly I, just are dipped in molasses. That's why you've got to have Ryan Quantin, because he's a great Southerner. He's so good. The rest of them who are British are not. Yeah. And I loved every minute of it. What I love the most is that every accent is different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all from the same no, area. And they no are dialect like, coach yeah. there. They're... Just it was as if they assembled the first day of of, of work and shooting, and they were like, "Okay, guys, you're all southern now." Yeah, it's and got I, it. Yeah, just just so someone say Kentucky Fried Chicken, and they're like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm. Say mashed potatoes, uh, mashed potatoes. Okay, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> we've got our baseline. Yeah. Well, and the, the the beginning sequence also gives us the gift in this movie of oh the anthrop is that anthropomorphized with that be yeah the term? that would well I mean yes the 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 emotional face the the skull face the, yes making the metamorph the metaphorical literal yes yes the the hurricane serves us an actual growling skull face in it it was like the face from um and that sets these boys on their path to yeah becoming well, who they will be so we never find out if both of them see it if will just sees it i thought initially breeze was the one who saw it i did too and then once i realized that will was the meteorologist i was like oh i guess that would that inspire that would not inspire me to become a meteorologist <laughs> well again this i mean like it's that bound through trauma thing right as in twister Twister. sure he is helen hunt helen hunt is him true that is wild aren't we all deep down helen hunt we're all aspiring yeah we're all aspiring i ladies and gentlemen i recently saw helen hunt dining on a patio near me oh she's fabulous she sounds fabulous she looks fabulous helen Helen hunt Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) yep there it is (laughs) But it, the, this, I think as far as reality indexing of the face, it's, I, it seems, <laughs> Amanda just, I just took a blow from the microphone. I just bonked myself in the face just of the boop. mic. I'm sorry, guys. That just was hilarious to watch unfold. <laughs> it was like if a cat paw had hit you in the nose, just like a boof, like <laughs> this crinkly nose. I went to go like. It was your foot. Yeah. My, I know how I did it. It was my foot. That's I was explaining it for the listener. <laughs> there are people who weren't in the room. No, 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 I, kn- I knew you knew what you did. <laughs> sob laugh into the mic. <laughs> I just like this. We're recording on a glass table, which is always the best for audio quality. Uh, but it was very fun to like watch through the table, your foot kind of move, and then just the chain reaction up the microphone stand. It was. It was like it was like the small move at the bottom of the lever creating the large <laughs> yeah, move ex- at the exactly, top of yeah. the lever. It's the, it's the domino effect. You're just like watching them all go down. Oh, so good. I'm glad. <laughs> but I will I'll take this Amanda laughter interlude oh, yeah. to say that I think the important part of the storm having a face yeah. is that we get the awesome disaster movie effect of having the protagonist with an emotional relationship to weather, meteorology, yeah. and having a vendetta against it. That's I, being I texted bonded you. to and connected to, but like having a personal vendetta. Having a personal. I, I, I think I texted you after that happened. Was like, was this a movie about robbing the hurricane? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because 
it's see i was like oh this is gonna be so personal yeah oh like yeah. they're gonna heist the hurricane yeah like fuck you hurricane we're gonna yeah. rob what's happening in the middle of you uh, yeah or like that the hurricane has like a secret stash somewhere i yeah. just wasn't sure what the face was capable of if it was like the mummy where the sand yeah. mummy comes out and there's actually a real mummy yeah like maybe it's the same thing yeah um, we never find out. That was probably left for the sequel that will not be made. Which is unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Um, but it does reappear at the end. So we mm-hmm. know that it wasn't a one-time thing. Yeah. So it, this that, is That seems to be closure for Will. I'm wondering if he sees them during every hurricane. What if he's been and reporting he, this to the weather service? Again? What if the whole time he's been doing this hurricane stuff and he just every time is like, anybody else, anybody else see that? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh no, fuck. Will's just, Will's imagining faces yeah. in the hurricane. He's again. really good at his job. So we just let this one thing go. <laughs> we, yeah. let, we let the trauma thing go. Yeah. Yeah. That seems reasonable. Uh, but yeah, God. It's, it's kind of like that person in your office that's really big on essential oils. <laughs> like, Damn, they're great. But- they're great, but they, yeah, they really they keep recommending sage to me. Yeah. Hi- hyper LA scenario. <laughs> um, but yeah, and yeah. so that you know, speaking of the heist, mm-hmm. uh, can anybody here weigh in on? Do we think that they're they're are they eliminating are they destroying this six hundred million dollars? Yeah. Are they just taking the cash out of circulation? Is this like an yeah. inflation they management pull, thing? They pull the cash out of circulation um, to issue more cash. Do they do they really just do they really destroy it or is this purely yeah. fiction? No, they they totally they do because yeah. whenever they reissue new bills, they'll like take you know when like old bills that are going around, they'll take them okay. out of circulation and okay. destroy them. Yeah, I would imagine that bills. like maybe at a bank when it gets deposits and they're really. Meh wrinkly like crumpled yeah. up and like covered in boob sweat and stuff then mm-hmm. they pull them mm-hmm. and get do them, we think- they get them replaced it's like a it's like an insurance policy on their dollar bills almost like they'll just, they'll just like get you know they'll, they'll swap cycle. them out yeah, yeah they'll, they'll yeah. exchange them yeah well and and maggie agent maggie grace is deeply well, committed yes because this is her chance yeah to make up for what happened in utah what happened in utah nobody knows we don't know we don't know i i'm so glad we i was like once they, it got mentioned, I just was like, I don't want to hear. I don't want to know what happens in Utah. <laughs> I want that to just live on as this like unanswered question in my mind about what happened in Utah. Yeah. Maggie's on presumably shitty treasury detail because of some Something. incident. Because of what happened in Utah. Yeah. My, my One of my favorite moments in the movie is when the the roguish looking handsome agent is on the phone with her. Who yes. basically sounds like got her this job. Is like, what does he say? He's, uh, I went to bat for you after what happened in Utah. Oh, such a great sentence. And she looks like ashamed and and it's oh oh no yeah but we don't we never we don't fully mind this trauma like we understand a bad decision was made but we hear reference to utah a couple times which becomes a really ominous place name <laughs> when it's given that kind of context yeah. otherwise and, it's like what happened in utah could be like i don't want to talk about what happened in utah i saw some beautiful things yeah went to some great national parks <laughs> yeah that's what happened in utah like Maybe it's a two-syllable thing because like what happened in vegas like yeah. that like but that has like a marketing pitch behind it if it was like what happened in texas there's something succinct nothing about good it. Yeah, like if you say that, I would have just immediately assumed it was like a Waco thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Waco, exactly. But when oh, it, it would happen in Utah, that's it could be any number of things. Yeah, like we, one thing we it, touched on before this was I was really hoping it was like a, a raid that went bad on like a, a like a Warren Jeffs kind of <laughs> messed up compounds or Mormon cult. compound. Yeah, it where she hopefully served some vigilante justice. That yeah, sure she got punished through an official channels, but like but no, she lost someone from some bad call. She remember? did. Yeah, she lost. She, lost she watched a person she loved. Die. Yeah. 
It's funny Um, because the first thing anyone ever wants to know about me is what happened in Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Legitimately. It's nice to meet you. What What happened happened in Utah? (laughs) What if it's just like, oh, she she didn't get into any of the parties at Sundance. (laughs) (laughs) Her great shame. Agent Maggie Grace has great shame. She's she's Mm -hmm. gorgeous. I'm sure she's used to getting into all the parties at the film festivals. Yeah. but yeah, okay, so okay, the cash thing, the cash burning, that happens. Yeah, that happens. The person working on a government paycheck absolutely being constitutionally opposed to even lifting like 10000 of those $600 million, I'm not buying it. I I, I am absolutely stealing some fucking money. Uh, you know what? That was the thing that I bought least about it was when she, was that she was the one who suggested it. Yeah. And then I was like, what? That's a weird choice. But I can see her kind of being like, fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been then, through a lot today. Yeah. But then also I was kind of bummed when she didn't take it. Yeah. Like because- what is Will doing with his life? He's not actually going to go solve hurricanes. <laughs> well, and maybe he just did. He, they uh, now believe him. They underestimated him. Yeah. At the weather service about right. how this was going to be. They're an underestimating you. Hurricane Tammy. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Which again, not really a thing that would happen, but sure. Will. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like they do have all sorts like she there was that woman in there was the woman in the hurricane service at the beginning who's yeah. like, we've got weather temperature and water readings, and yeah. surface readings. I'm like, that's all very valuable data for hurricane yeah. assessment. And I, it seems to coincide with exactly what he said. Yeah. Is so that this is going to get a lot worse than everybody thinks it is. So the, there's just the only person really what we need as a follow up to hurricane heist is the sequel in which the guy who is giving Will a hard time. And Will gives a hard time about candy bars where he just gets two <laughs> hours of like a a few good men style courtroom investigation about why he ignored the good work of the woman sitting next to him. <laughs> yes, he was. We were we were his hunches were validated after the woman's information was ignored. Yeah. So apparently this is also a movie ab- about sexism in the workplace. Oh, let's add that to the yeah, list. Let's get that yeah, on the sexism list right in the workplace. <laughs> yep. Adding that on. Just another goddamn day in the life. <laughs> But yeah, no, they're underestimating you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did appreciate in terms of like the fact that they really, they weren't dedicated to realism in a lot of things. Uh-huh. But I did appreciate the dedication to realism of deciding to have an exposi- exposition scene conducted entirely while the two leads were peeing. The fact that there is such attention paid to like the banality yeah. of like, there is a deliberate like, we're starving let's find food scene yeah where they eat the sandwiches out of the the dominator yeah the dominator the all weather equipped like meteorologist super vehicle that that uh toby kebble meteorologist drives that is based on a real vehicle it's based on a real thing granted it looks a lot more like kind of a um like a a a, a horseshoe crab horseshoe crab it really looks like a horseshoe crab but yeah it's a real thing they went i i did not believe it until we i was like that can't be real with you just now yeah (laughs) and then i googled it and i was like oh no that's it's not as cool and batmobile looking yeah as it's it's much sexier in in the the, heist. well it must be i mean (laughs) come on the third the, the the third main character in this movie is the dominator yeah oh absolutely and no but what but what you're saying is 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 so true like the the peeing they rush out of a vehicle after I think they've they've just escaped death. Yeah, and they get back to a at or near garage? the treasury area. Yeah, and they're like, "Fuck, we just gotta pee so bad." It was so they break down some plot while they just both go pee. Cinema verite. <laughs> yeah. That's what that was. It also I think probably marks this as the first and maybe only uh, disaster movie that features characters peeing. Yeah. 
just I think, I, think I, I think that going forward, we'll have to keep track of this, but I would assume there is nothing else that features a scene quite like this one where two characters are peeing and it is an inspired moment. <laughs> and, and like you said, in the midst of the outlandishness, it's such an interesting choice to be like, you guys, we would really be betraying the integrity of our characters <laughs> if we didn't have them like pee and get hungry yeah. and things like that. So it's, what a choice. It's what separates this movie from 24. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jack Bauer never pees, but Will the meteorologist does, <laughs> and Agent Maggie Grace, and Agent Maggie Grace does. As yeah, well. it's simultaneous yeah. peeing. Yeah, I just I, I I absolutely loved that aspect of it. I loved there's so much of a dedic of just like I said this earnest bizarreness. Yeah, it was great. And the movie the movie won me though, so I, I can tell from my notes yes. when the movie got me. Is that when there started to be more exclamation points and caps? It's in, when in every single one of my notes was written in all caps. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to quote directly from it. Go for it. Um, this is after, so they there are hackers in the uh, money destruction department. One of them is one of my one of them is perhaps my favorite character. Oh my god, Sasha's just Sasha. Sasha showed up to the heist. Sasha brought a bodycon dress to a heist. <laughs> Sasha brought an off the shoulder yeah. bodycon dress in three inch heels to a heist, and she is a hacker. Yeah, that is representation. I really that appreciate. Is saying yeah. Not all hackers are just nerds. Yeah. Like she came, she came to party. She didn't even wear glasses, did she? <laughs> she did not. She was like, I'm going to wear my smoky eye and, and ev- you're going to appreciate it. Everything she said had like an air of shock to it. But like, but like it was, she was, it was almost like you snatched a girl out of prom. Yeah. And, and had her doing this and she was really inconvenienced by it. Everything she said had an air of shock to it. Like it was the first time she had read the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, there's a hurricane we're pulling a heist. <laughs> yeah. She had no idea what, what was happening in this movie as it was unfolding, but yeah. she was fantastic. I love Sasha. Um, but yeah, so they need to find, so Will and Agent Maggie Grace have to find the cell tower mm-hmm. where they are getting a cell, the hackers are getting a cell signal. Yeah. Um, and the bad guys, one of whom is the, is the town sheriff at this point. Right. Have yeah. located them because they've been, on, they've been on the run from them mm-hmm. and they've located because Will forgot to turn the lights off of the dominator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Such a great, like, okay, good job guys. Um, so Will forgot to turn the lights off the dominator. They find the truck. Will is now, trying to protect Agent Maggie Grace, Mm -hmm. who is trying to shoot at them. Yeah, who's trying to provide cover fire. She's providing cover fire, and Will starts throwing hubcaps. He finds a giant, he finds a giant, like, rope net billow that is hanging from, like, a crane of some kind, filled with hubcaps. Which you just, yeah. I've got a fucking plan. I'm gonna run to these hubcaps. I'm gonna let them out of this this net. Yeah. And they're They're gonna 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 be, they're gonna go. Fucking weapons. Yeah, and they fly like Captain America's shield. It, they, it, it's sharpened so, with razor fine rims. So great. It's incredible. And he's just throwing them blindly yeah. into the wind. And just assuming that they're going to go where he needs them to. And because the hurricane is on the side of good, yeah. he does. Chaotic it does. good. So yeah, hubcaps like Captain America. I am in with seven ends. And the, and the, that was what my notes say. And, and then followed by, I mean, I don't think that meteorologists drive a Batmobile, but a... And then I stopped. <laughs> it was just th- th- that moment. I was like, you know what? This is so insane and wonderful yeah. and earnest. And they're using their environment, even though the environment shouldn't have yeah. a fun sack of hubcaps. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, and two, like in the sound effect of them of them whizzing ching, by, yeah, ching, the, yeah, it was like a laser sound effect. It was, and then one of them is so sharp and moving so quickly that it does lodge halfway into a man's chest, killing yeah. him. Which I, I don't know who it killed. Yeah, I still it couldn't tell you. Who, like anonymous henchmen. At one point, one of the henchmen dies, and there's like a big period of mourning that one of the characters goes through. Yeah. And I was just completely confused about what movie I dropped into for that. Yeah, so I, I, don't like, know, I don't know who died. I didn't know which one was the brother of the the hundred. I didn't brother know that they the had other, brothers. There, there, there was one brother pair. One of them died. I, I know when Ralph Innocent, his girlfriend died, and she was the only woman in the unit, so it had to be her. I didn't know that she was his girlfriend well, until he got so sad. sad. Yeah. I, well, then yeah. I was like, oh. Huh. Yeah, we're given we're given no real intel before yeah. that. But by that the way, a weird made you know what other movie had brothers in which one dies and the other gets a vendetta? Hmm. Die Hard. Right. Yeah. This, yeah. The die the Die Hard Twister mashup. This is a Die Hard Twister We've matchup. Been yeah. waiting for. I, I really have been waiting for it. <laughs> I mean, because basically, after a certain point, he does become like the Die Hard, the John McClane of meteorologists. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know, like. <clears throat> I don't know what you learn in meteorology school, but yeah. I absolutely took the, I studied the wrong science <laughs> because I could have been learning all sorts of cool shit. And now I'm just wondering what Dallas Rains is capable of. Yeah. Like all meteorologists are hiding the <laughs> skill set. That's the LA guy, right? Yeah. Who Dallas Rains. Real LA. He's great. Local TV looking guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, He's yeah. like, if you put color, like, color him like mahogany wood. Yeah. Like Bob Barker, you put him yeah. in a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> I should, I should at this point say like, um, I, I like, he is a through like because this is LA. He is a a family a family family like a friend of not my family but <laughs> a several degrees removed friend of the family. I have met him multiple times. Oh, so I'm wow. feeling really bad talking about. But he is. I think he would agree. He is a he has a sort of a, a perpetually tanned yeah that white hair, dark kind of sun baked skin yeah blindingly really, white that, teeth. yeah that makes the that sets off the white accents yeah to make them even brighter maybe like a so, broad pinstripe on a suit absolutely yeah. all accurate and he he and he's got the best weatherman name dallas dallas rains which by the way what the, why was breeze the brother who ends up being a meteorologist or doesn't end up being a meteorologist well he because he would the, that just have been too ironic he's the he's the fuck up jock right but that so should be, be a be ironic oh he he's breeze and he, he could have been so much more he could have been so much more like like a gust of wind like a hurricane <laughs> But instead, he got to be Ryan Quantin, which, which is a great is consolation almost prize. as good. A, a thing I didn't believe, which I also said to you previously. Yeah. They, at one point, Agent Maggie Grace and Toby Kebbell are in a mall where they're going to try and get Breeze back because he's been kidnapped by the bad guys and they're staging a rendezvous. They go into a sporting goods shop in this mall and they're looking for weapons and all they come out with is a flare gun. And I refuse to believe that a sporting goods store in Alabama, even in a mall, does not have real guns. The only thing I Absolutely can think is that they were completely cleared out before the hurricane because people wanted to defend against the hurricane phases. Right. No, people were. Or the alligators. Yeah. People, they, they were like, oh shit, there's another hurricane coming. <laughs> yeah. There might be 17 to 40 alligators. <laughs> yeah. 30 to 50 30, feral. 30 to 50 feral <laughs> meth gators. <laughs> This, Coming we after probably my children. know that will be a reference only <laughs> relevant for this week. <laughs> Showing up um, in three to five minutes yeah. uh, after danger sets in. Which is about how long it takes for any of these hurricanes to roll in in this movie. Yeah. So it's not inaccurate. <laughs> 
It's true. Much more true than I believe a, a sporting goods store not having any guns. Yeah. And, and as we hear later on from Breeze, when him and his brother go to his apartment to arm up to take on the heisters, he opens up a whole arsenal in a wall that he has. Yeah, and he, he says, has well, a full on John Wick yeah, situation. Yeah, he's like, I am a citizen of Alabama. It's like, well, yeah, that proves my point exactly. Yeah. The mall, the, the, the fucking Auntie Anne's in the mall should have guns in, it in <laughs> Alabama. The Claire's has guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's Alabama. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Agreed. The NRA will see to it. Yeah. No, that was probably doing, it was doing Alabama, the great state of Alabama, a disservice <laughs> by underarming its its sporting goods stores. But they did have, however, really impressive amount, like strong equipment to tie yourself down. Yeah. They had to do mount, the, like mountaineering equipment. Yeah. The reverse twister. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It was the reverse. As that was happening, I was like, it's the reverse twister. <laughs> because in that case, they were, which. Uh, Are you talking about at the end? I'm thinking they... about, I'm just thinking about pressure for a second. <laughs> I'm thinking about the way that hurricanes rotate. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense now. That, that does work like that. So anyway, I just had to go through in my head of how pressure inversions would work. Sure. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so I'm leaving it to you. I'm not going to get into it. It was the point is, is that at this moment, they're trying to get him back and they have a plan. Yeah. Which somehow detect. Uh, Maggie Grace understands immediately what a pressure inversion is. Yeah, like he's not. like, ah, oh, we go in there and then we're going to shoot out the ceiling. And she's like, of course, a pressure inversion. <laughs> and I'm just like, what do they teach you in fed school? lady?" <laughs> um, and so, yeah, they, they anchor them. So what they're going to do is they're going to anchor themselves down. Mm-hmm. Um, Breeze is going to be brought in by the hostages or by the hostage takers, mm-hmm. by the heisters. Um, they're going to give pretend to give Maggie Grace over to the heisters because they need her. One thing we've left out of all of these summaries is that they need Maggie Grace. But they're not just running. Maggie Grace needs to be hidden because she's the only person who has the passcode to get into the vault. Yes, that is exactly right. That is a really important detail we've left out this whole time. Yeah, that's why there are so many violent showdowns between meteorologist Toby Kebbell and and Agent Maggie Grace because they're trying to keep Maggie Grace out of the bad guy's hands. Yeah, and I I mean, honestly, you don't need to know that to enjoy this movie or to understand anything we've talked about thus far up until <laughs> this, is good this point at three quarters of the way through the movie when suddenly we have to have a hostage handover yeah and yeah so they're gonna do the hostage handover and except that maggie grace is and will are gonna be tethered to the mall mm-hmm. they're gonna shoot out the ceiling of the mall yeah the skylight the skylight and all the bad guys are going to be sucked up into it yep. because of the sudden change in pressure mm-hmm. because it's very low pressure outside. So it'd be like an, that like, is that like the same thing with an airplane cabin? Where yes. If there was a hole in it, it would suck that people ex- out? Yes, okay. exactly like that. Now, here's the thing that's really great about that is that Breeze doesn't know this plan. No. <laughs> and so they're planning on Breeze figuring out the plan very quickly, <laughs> which Breeze, not that bright of a guy. Yeah, definitely doesn't um, know what inversion means. And then means. finding his way to anchor himself to something and not be sucked out while all the bad guys are. Yeah. Plan works like a charm. Yeah. Um, but it does involve a moment where the two, where Maggie Grace and Will mm-hmm. fly up through the air yep. like in Twister yep. while tethered to something and are just like flopping around while there's all sorts of debris. Missing every, like that That was a, <laughs> throwing in our faces yeah. the impossibility. They would have been shredded 
cut to ribbons by all of the debris. But instead, they were completely fine. The pressure inversion slowly changes and they swing back in (laughs) again, like in Die Hard, in through the glass. Yeah, classic move. It was a class. And that that was the moment I was like, what are they what are they teaching these people in meteorology school? Like, that's not a move I can pull off. Well, and Jordan, could you if you were swung through the glass land Without like taking a face full of glass. No, I again, I would my my face would be ripped apart. Yeah, my it would be just. I had a friend once who was the week after college graduation, made it all through college without getting hurt while she was drunk. Walked up, it was like an old warehouse building has all those like single pane windows in it, you know. And she figured, oh, I'm gonna kick one through. Yeah, just kicked one single pane of glass it did not shatter as you are promised in film and television because it's not made of sugar right her foot just went through (laughs) with shards pointing down at her skin and she just ran her leg through shards of glass yeah and then had to remove her leg coming back out across those shards of glass too so ended up in the hospital covered in blood stitches that no. So in other words, no, I could not have done. She that. didn't study meteorology, did she? <laughs> yeah, no. PR degree. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's that was her mistake. That was that was her mistake. Well, and, and as me and Jason were discussing before the podcast, apparently um Toby Kebbell had not played football either. Otherwise, he would not have given the directive to Breeze in that moment that he did. Uh, which completely lost on me. So you two oh. can have this conversation <laughs> because I'm a, as a baseball only fan, I was like, yeah, those are numbers. People shout. <laughs> sure. Go just, yarding. Look, all of the other stuff could have been a play because it was just jargon and every team has their own, yeah. you know, whatever like language they'll use. Yeah, that, like that red oh, okay. too. So yeah. those aren't standard. Those, okay. those are, I mean, it's, it's stuff that you'll hear anywhere, but that's like every team has their own way of sort of doing things. The thing that I had the issue with was the flea flicker. Yeah, like the, Toby Toby Kebble calls is that what for they were his saying? brother to run a flea flicker. Yeah, and when to it, go when it's long. in the hostage situation in the mall, yeah, he's like, yeah, flea flicker, go long. And, it, and 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 Breeze looks at him like, hell yeah, buddy. And so if if you're running a flea flicker, what a flea flicker is is you run the play as if it's a it's a running play. Mm-hmm. So the quarterback hands off to the running back, and then right as the running back gets up to the line of scrimmage, they toss it back to the quarterback yep. so that the defense is caught off guard and the quarterback can throw deep. Right. Which one would go long on a flea flicker? Always. Sure. Okay. Always. Like, yes. However. Uh, okay. However, nothing like that happens in that <laughs> scene. I think someone heard the term flea flicker and went, oh, the bad guys will get flicked up into the air like yeah. fleas. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's, it sounds like it's right. Sure. A flea flicker is when in football you create a, um, atmospheric conversion. A vortex. Yeah. When really, like, when really Breeze just turns around and sacks the fucking quarterback. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's what he does. It's like, yeah, we're going to run the play where you sack your own quarterback. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the play now. That's the play. Well, to be fair, had he said that, the bad guy might have figured it out. It's true. Yeah, that's very true. I just like I don't see how on earth Breeze could have known what the hell he Especially meant. Especially as a as a as a noted regional football mm-hmm. star. Mm-hmm. He absolutely would have taken off running as he was instructed yeah. to go long. <laughs> and he didn't. He turned around, punched somebody, took the gun out of their hands, and they got sucked into the inversion. Have thing. we have we considered the fact that maybe like the possibility <laughs> that maybe Breeze wasn't actually a football star? <laughs> And like, cause the only person we hear that from is, is Breeze. It's true. And he only tells it to, to what's her face. To Maggie like, Breeze. Maybe he's trying to look when cool. When he's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> look, I've told so many people I was really good at football too. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> so I'm, 
just saying we have no definitive proof. Like yeah. maybe when his dad was making them memorize their football plays in the car while right. playing a why why would you why would that be what you grabbed during an emergency? Never mind. Um, <laughs> So if he's making his sons memorize football plays, maybe none of them were any good at football and the dad just made them learn all these fake plays well, to keep them entertained because they were left. terrible. Yeah. That's why Will made a career change. <laughs> Will and his brother became a, a sad alcoholic. Oh, yeah. And a mechanic, I believe. Uh, yeah. Same thing. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. A sad mechanic alcoholic. That's, yeah. In yes. the Gulf. Who also is very good with, he's like a mechanic, but also handles the feds. Um, yeah, the feds. What, he's like the generator. One repair, yeah, he's the one repairman that is like sanctioned by the U.S. government yeah. to repair a generator on the premises because of, of his US army Treasury experience. Department. Right. That's right. He was. Yeah, he was in the war. He was in the war. So he wasn't in Utah, <laughs> no. but he was in the war. No. Is, is Utah in this movie kind of like Budapest in the Marvel movies where it's like oh. something that we're not going to really know about until like 15 years down the road when Maggie like, has her own has solo movie? Like, you think this yeah. is part of an expanded universe? Because yeah. the only expanded universe HCU. this movie is in... Hurricane Cinematic Universe. There I'm in, especially oh, with Maggie Grace. Okay, but it's we. I thought Double we agreed HCU. before the the hurricane is Hurricane Tammy. I thought we were yes. all in agreement. This is in the Parks and Rec universe. Mm, oh right, true, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. yeah, no, this is definitely in the Parks and Rec, The Office, um, the Good Place universe. It's about that level. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if that's what's happening outside the walls of those shows? <laughs> like right on the right on the periphery is just the most absurd. Like meteorological related snow globe heist. of Pawnee. Yeah. It's just fucking mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Global mayhem. Oh my Glimpses God, into these yes. little pockets my of like pseudo sanity. Oh. And like that's why the logic of those universes is so, so weird. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, we, we're the most normal thing in this world. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I want all the bad guys from, from Hurricane Heist to show up in the good place now. <laughs> I definitely want Ralph Innocent. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Ralph yeah. Innocent and involved in the time knife somehow. <laughs> my little chili babies. Oh. So good. But yeah, where does that leave us on the reality index? I mean, I think that we can agree that um maybe the science behind it wasn't the most accurate. Sure. But the spirit the spirit was, was so right. It was. It was exactly I, I'm realizing now that this was not a movie about watching a heist but about preventing a heist yes mm. this movie was give, done such a disservice by its title okay and by but it sounds so good it sounds great but <laughs> it's the not Italian accurate job. it, it the sounds like heist. especially from but the director like, of fast and furious yeah, i thought it was gonna be a fast and furious like i would have thought this was in universe that this was mm. well you know in universe. yeah i thought the expanded you know fast and furious expanded universe maybe shit's happening FFU. in miami uh -huh. and then i mean they are expanding that universe so they, they are i think the so, vin diesel universe is 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 legitimately oh, <laughs> is legitimately a thing like i think everything i think riddick exists in the universe yeah. where fast and the furious also is like i, I think triple mm. x also exists yeah. alongside news briefs well, now, are so, these multiple so, vin diesels in that universe yeah, or is it be. all yeah, the same uh, guy i would say it's a vin diesel multiverse yeah hell yeah yeah and then you, you have to rip open the multiverse then you get all the vin diesels at once okay <laughs> <laughs> into, into the diesel verse <laughs> rise yes <laughs> <sighs> Fast and the Furious presents Into, into the, the Dieselverse. Diesel yes. This is so Rise his brand. He would love this. Yes, he would be so on board with it. <laughs> and then there'd be a cartoon Vin Diesel, which is his D&D &D character. Yeah. Or like, or does he do D&D &D or does he do... He, play, he plays one of those RP role-playing oh, games. Oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, because he has his character like tattooed on him. So one of Incredible. the characters... 
one of the characters that come like in the diesel verse would be the cartoon Vin Diesel character. Noir 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 Vin verse. In the in the Vin verse Noir Vin is definitely just Riddick. Is <laughs> definitely just Riddick. Has to be Riddick. And yeah. there's a constant breeze and he's got the he's got his mirror <laughs> his little finish weird glasses. eyes and with the glasses over the yeah. top of them. Oh. Yes. 100%. Oh, noir. God, I miss 1999 style. <laughs> Um, the thing I've been trying to get you linked in with Aaron, with Aaron's uh, with Aaron's cafe. Yeah. Whenever she talks about Fast and the Furious, because I feel like the two of you will be very on board with this. <laughs> she should come on this show and talk she, about her preferred disaster film. Uh, she, I I will rope her into that. Um, <laughs> but uh, but she's got an expanded. She's created an expanded universe of Fast and the Furious, and she insists that I think it's the Italian job she says is <laughs> is linked in. Wow. Through Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I can see because that. because the car. Is the they do have yeah they there is a Mini Cooper suspiciously in that movie so she says that like, that's what the fuck? in so Better Luck Tomorrow is in the universe oh, because man. the character crosses over into one of the characters we talking about Han yeah Han okay. crosses over into um fast enough into Tokyo is Drift his name Han in Better Luck Tomorrow yeah are you apparently. serious I think so so she's got like this whole you got to look into this because okay, she's got this whole this. web of like movies that are in the expanded universe <laughs> of Fast and the Furious oh I love this yeah. So better luck tomorrow's in it, and then you've got now the Italian job, and there's a couple. I think there's a couple others that she's ruled out into this. So if we can now loop in Hurricane Heist mm. somehow into that universe, find the connection. Then that means that by proxy, <laughs> the Sherverse <laughs> of the Good Place, Brooklyn right. Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, Brooklyn Nine Nine is in this universe. Oh, yeah. That's <gasps> absolutely true. So yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine, he God, he would be so into the fact that into the meteorologist doing cool diehard shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He would be super, like not Easily. Michael Schur, but um, what's his name from Parks and Re- from mm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. God, I am tired from work today. Andy? Andy's, Andy's character? Yeah, Andy's yeah. character. Yeah. Well, I just been... Peralta. Peralta. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Jake. Jake. So Jake would be super into the fact that meteorologists get to do all this cool shit and and the the car. The yeah. car is so cool. Oh my God. Okay, this is... <gasps> the car in the Fast and the Furious. Oh my God. Okay, we've, we've digressed far too oh, far. Oh, I'm so we sorry. We've digressed far too far. I'm just completely far. thinking just of wanna... this car in the Fast and the Furious universe, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it uh, practically has been. Yeah, yeah I, I just want to point out, this is the best movie car to happen outside of the Fast and Furious universe. <laughs> it 100% is. I'm pretty sure somebody drove something almost exactly like this in Furious 7 during mm. the ice chase yes. while they are trying to stop the The, uh, the tank, the, uh, I yeah. think the rock drives yeah, it. Yeah, the, the rock, rock or ludicrous yeah i think it's the one that the rock drives i oh, love that you can say that sentence is. by the way it's either the rock or ludicrous <laughs> is driving a tank well, the rock yeah. the rock my twitter acquaintance oh yes you're oh, look at my that. twitter acquaintance can we say friend rock. of the pod now <laughs> friend of the pod friend of the pod the rock uh, first first official friend of the pod <laughs> the rock he's made None more fitting he's made a number of disaster films and we've interacted on twitter twice so yes friend yeah. of the pod exactly yeah. dwayne the rock johnson yeah he's number one fan but uh, all right, all right. So so okay. I guess we should go to what is this movie really about? Should yeah. we like move away from the expanded <laughs> universe world that we've created? I would like to say uh, to close with the reality index. I did really appreciate the practical stunt work that was being done when the three semis are trying to outrun the wall of the hurricane at the very end. The jumping from vehicle to vehicle, yeah. those were stuntmen, and that looked fucking cool. It looked amazing. Yep. That was Fast yep. and the Furious level, like car yes. jumping. Yeah. 
I, I was, I was feeling myself like tense up and in a movie of like ridiculous, crazy CGI action. That was really cool. Really? It was, it was really good. I thought that was, I did spend the whole time being like, how does Will know how to do this? (laughs) But I was also, and then like swinging himself around on that whole card that the semi chase was amazing. It's harrowing. It was so completely unbelievable in the best ways possible. Like there was no world in which Will should be able to do any of these things. If you had had Breeze doing it. I would have bought it. Former Breeze, soldier. Former. He was in Afghanistan yeah. or Iraq. He's a like, veteran. I buy it. Yeah. Who knows what he does? He gets drunk. Yeah. He and probably Ryan does Quentin that all the time. is capable of anything. Yes. But man, when Will started doing it, I was like, yeah, sure, nerd. Get <laughs> on with it. Go for it. Just punch a dude and then shoot him with a gun. Why not? Yeah. And, oh, and shouts out to the great tussle in the back of one of the semi trucks yeah. oh. where Maggie Grace is fighting the guy. Yeah. And Toby Kebbell's driving the car, drive, driving the semi. They hit a bump. The guy flies up for Maggie. Like when you hit turbulence and your body rises, yeah. the guy flies up for Maggie's body. She catches him on her feet while he's coming back down and shoots him in the chest with a gun. With his gun. With his gun that has like floated she up. She has it. grabbed it. Yep, she has grabbed it out of his hands as he is going up above her body. She catches him on her feet and shoots him in the chest and It was dies. a great moment. Agent yeah. Maggie Grace worked hard for that and oh, she yeah. deserved it. No, I mean that's... It, seeing her do something like that, I couldn't imagine how anything could have gone wrong in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> she was too capable. She was so, I mean, she like, was t- there. What it was is she's taking the rap for somebody else. Oh yeah. She's right. taking the rap for somebody else. I it don't was, want yeah. a Utah prequel, but I think we need a Utah yeah. prequel. <laughs> I don't want to know what happened in Utah, but I'm gonna need a whole movie about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. It was so Every good. time I hear Utah in a movie, my ears perk up and I get a little smile. Cause I'm like, Oh, people know about my home. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just the scent. It's not just the seat of the latter day. <laughs> no, there's no. there are also serious and scary things happening. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah. All right. So then, does that take us into what is this movie really about? I think it absolutely does. What's Jordan? it about, Amanda? Oh well, for starters, it's about what happened in Utah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, I mean, granted, Maggie Grace never really gets any sort of like emotional arc attached to what happened in Utah. <laughs> no, she never has a moment toward the end. Where she like feels as if she's she hears from the guy who the first guy the gravel voice guy in the beginning yeah like you did good yeah you made up for what happened in Utah she yeah. never gets that yeah she's kind of like moves on yeah which I appreciate yeah. she handled it like a woman yeah she good was for like her. oh well okay that's my just put that compartmentalize that baggage away yeah <laughs> and uh, seen some horrifying things today yeah. watched one of my favorite colleagues get shot brutally after I misjudged how this was gonna go down yeah and uh, that I dated him oh right yeah that was yeah. Her ex. That was her ex. Yeah. Yeah. Completely misjudged that situation. Yeah. Shouldn't have bargained. Shouldn't have bargained with terrorists. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, she didn't learn that in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was definitely one of them. Yeah. But, you know, the dangers of climate change. Absolutely. We get the overt, we get the explicit small speech from meteorologist Will, from Toby Kebbell about you know, we're doing this to ourselves pretty soon. It's not going to be cat five hurricanes. There's going to be cat sixes. Mm-hmm. They were realigning the global order with man-made climate change. Yeah. And the fact that he name dropped the phrase man-made climate change was yep. a bold statement yep. because of the fact that there is now a push like in conservative movement to be like, well, there is a climate change happening, but we don't know what's causing yeah, it. Yeah. Cyclical. Could be like, yeah, God's overheating. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God, God turned on the blankets. Yeah. Like, the electric blankets. Turned on the blankets. Spider-Man turned exactly. on the blankets. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, so the, they full on name checked man-made climate change. They did. And then went right back to the gun violence. So, yeah. you know, 
And there's it was that a, it was a, a movie that contained multitudes, and it gives rise to that wonderful exchange where Maggie fakes like she's uh, an anchor on oh, a yeah. local news broadcast, and Toby Campbell acts like he's a weatherman, and she asks him like, "What's the forecast?" And he says, "We got 500 miles of Armageddon on the way to crush your house and destroy your life." <laughs> <laughs> and it is the most damn endearing thing. Paul, I was like, "God, that was why is that hot?" Yeah, from Toby Kebbell. It was so weirdly hot. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, so when he did that, very, I was like, I'm into that. And I think he's a handsome gentleman, but in that, like, it was kind of a silly role. I think he looks like Christian Yelich, so I wasn't feeling it <laughs> the whole time I was watching. I'm like, this is Christian Yelich. This is just what it is. For those of you who aren't um, weirdly into baseball, Christian Yelich is a baseball player from the Brewers who kind of just looks a little bit like if Pete Davidson weren't Pete Davidson. <laughs> he looks like Toby Kebbell. Well, yeah. If, if Pete Davidson were Toby Kebbell, yeah, he'd like Christian Is duh. Yeah. Is what we're saying so, here. So yeah, it's it's it, they sort of like it, it's one of those face melting things. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Is, is he the middle point? Like Pete Davis, Davison kind of has a wide face and Toby Kebbell kind of has a narrow no face. face. Is this guy like the middle? <laughs> yeah, this okay. is because you've got, because Christian Yelich's teeth seem too big for his mouth and mm. like his eyes are squinty and, and he's all brewersy. Um, <laughs> he's all brewersy. Yeah, that means, that means he, things to me. Yeah, it means, it means I don't like him. The point is, is Christian Yelich, he looked like Christian Yelich the whole time, but that in that moment I was like, oh, Toby Keebler, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, no, that was that that was very that was very sexy meteorology the, moment. I know what his name actually is. I can't not think of him as Toby Keebler. That's um, a good name. So in addition, so after climate change, yeah. um, what do we got? What, I got brotherhood. You're right, because we haven't talked about that aspect of it. But mm-hmm. an undercurrent that doesn't fully get that gets dealt with, then dropped yeah. because they're separated for much of the movie, then very briefly dealt with again is mm-hmm. the fact that. When their father is tragically uh, pinrolled mm-hmm. by a water turret, mm-hmm. um, Will starts yelling, "This is your fault!" To Breeze for some ungodly because Breeze reason. was the reason they left the house late. Maybe Breeze was grabbing the book of football plays. I yeah. don't know. Uh, but they were left the house late, so they couldn't outrun the hurricane. Yes, um, because you know hurricanes move quickly in this universe, and. <laughs> So then when dad got flattened, it was Breeze's fault Mm -hmm. per will. Flash forward to their adulthood. Breeze is now an alcoholic Mm -hmm. who lives in their dad's shop. Yeah. um, And is going to ride out the storm at home despite a complete evacuation order within the city. Yeah. And eventually at the end of the movie, Will and Breeze, as they're driving to the climax of the semi trucks. Yeah. Will's like, we got to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Breeze's like, we don't got to talk about it. Will's like... I just I I don't blame you for what happened today. <laughs> and then Breeze is like, okay, but <laughs> and then Breeze is like, okay. <laughs> it really is though. He is. He just like, oh, well, thanks for for relieving me of all that trauma. It is incredible how they 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 really just call it out where um, Breeze explicitly says he's like, let us. He's so like, promise, promise me, me we're, one never, thing. we're never ever gonna, gonna talk like, about our feelings. Yeah, again. we're never ever gonna open up and share our feelings honestly <laughs> again. And 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 Will's just like, you got it, brother. <laughs> you're like wow okay it was so just great. repression all around huh? it was such a great like oh okay so we're not learning and growing from this no. moment we're just moving yeah. on yeah we're 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 hostages of the situation yeah and we're gonna do this but this isn't a theme now in our lives <laughs> it's as if there was a brief moment where like they're like the writer's making us do this yeah it's it really, and then they like power through and are like wow that was gross that that hollywood writer <laughs> made us deal with our emotions we Let's almost never had character do- growth yeah, there for yeah. a second it is really it's about brotherhood but also arrested development yeah and yeah. content being content 
in, being to in, never in, grow in, or change yeah, in yeah. languishing yeah <laughs> and needing you know needing therapy it, oh my god lots of it yeah there's a lot to unpack there yeah between will and breeze i mean will will who's trying to get bring his daddy back from the hurricanes yeah like, yeah oh yeah will buddy. who's seeing faces in weather yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot going on there yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a profile yeah <laughs> where and was where was their mom did that ever we, we, mom oh, has yeah. no place here yeah and no, i'm sure that's part of the, I would the assume, anger at dad was that mom mom wasn't a part of their life so they, all they had was dad i would assume mom was was crushed by a house that fell on her at some point <laughs> or, and or eaten by alligators. I Those mean, are the two ways you die in these movies. Yeah. It, in this region. Yeah. Really. You get eaten by, eaten by gators. Yeah. Or, or just swallowed up by the Shoot. literal skull mouth of a hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, we also decided it was about, uh, sexism, about in sexism in the workplace. Sexism in the world, workplace. In yeah. multiple levels though. Because Sasha is definitely being underestimated. Yeah. Because of her sartorial choices, because she is a woman. Because Maggie, she chooses to wear an evening gown too. Yeah. <laughs> when I say, do you. Yeah. When I say, Sasha, you look great. And you, you, know, you wear what you're comfortable in. And she had to keep up with the, the boyfriend wearing the three-piece suit. Yeah. True. Who showed up wearing way too much clothing. Yeah. And keep in mind, the dress did allow for easy access to get finger banged while her boyfriend <laughs> was driving a semi-truck. It did happen. Which was, again, a choice that That's I was like, clearly I'm clearly part of the plan. Such a moment. It was, it was, it was, it was like, I'm not questioning why this is happening <laughs> because sure. Because Sasha is a modern woman. But Sasha's a freak. And yeah. I that. I was just like, Sasha. cool, Sasha, you mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. I was sad that her boyfriend got shot in the arm and could not potentially once they landed from the finger hurricane bang her in the hospital. finger bang her in the hospital oh yeah. you think they survived you think they survived the fall then i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean we never saw a body they just, all get sucked up into the hurricane again not 100 percent how hurricanes work but sure guys <laughs> sure let's go with that yeah yeah um well then okay and, and also what they, they overtly make the the corrupt cop Oh, yeah. um, just like unnecessarily sexist. So you you want him to die the way he does, which is through mm. like a summary execution. Yeah. But like th- that's not a it's not a theme in the movie that like it, it's shitty to to Maggie Grace's character. They just have this one slime ball. Yeah. And he gets he gets what in this, you know, he gets the proper amount of justice. Yeah. So it's it's sexism in the workplace. Oh, yeah. and then, of course, meteorologist whose work is completely overshadowed. Yes. Yes, absolutely. For, yeah. In favor of the the eventual gut feelings that are validated by yeah. by meteorologists meteorologist toby kebbell meteorologist will <laughs> meteorologist will so yeah it's i mean i could go with i could go with sexism in the workplace okay. um and then i i mean i guess also just maybe the lesson that we all learn is hurricanes have faces you guys yeah <laughs> shit like that was have we not looked closely enough best kept secret oh god best yeah. kept secret which weather huge although it, what yeah. i did learn was huge that if we if, if you feed five to seven bad guys into a hurricane, <laughs> yeah. it will cause the hurricane to dissipate. Oh, and you can drive off full. into a literal sunset. It's full. It's full. It eats all That's of its snacks. It yeah. Because at the end, they do, they like, they're driving in the eye of the hurricane, which is a great sequence and a great yeah. conceit is that they're, they are making, the bad guys are making their escape in the eye of a hurricane. Yeah. And so the Will and Breeze and Agent Maggie Grace yeah. have all... They, Casey. Her name's Casey. It's, it is, it is, but it's Agent Maggie, it's It's Agent Agent Maggie Maggie Grace. Grace. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, they're, they've, they've eradicated all the bad guys. They've got 200 grand in, or $200 million in the the back of their truck. Yeah. And suddenly the hurricane is gone. Yeah. Gone. It's completely, they're just like, the the guy gets sucked up into the hurricane Mm -hmm. 
And then they keep driving and they've outrun the hurricane. They've done it. Which is not how hurricanes work. <laughs> or how driving works. As you said, though, unless you feed them the proper amount. Exactly. There which you drive go. to seven bad guys. <laughs> and two semi-trucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. What if the hurricane was the one heisting all along and it took the money? It took the fucking oh, money. It took the money. Whoa. It was the hurricane was the real heister. There it is. Oh, oh my God. The, the real heist was the, the hurricane. hurricane. Oh, shit. Oh, there it is. And it's also about the greed and cunning of hurricanes. Oh, God. That's what they've been after all along. <laughs> Insatiable need the for The hurricanes cash. have just wanted our money yeah. this whole time. Oh, my God. Shit. Shit. You guys, we cracked this wide open. <laughs> we did. Oh, man. Man. And we would pack a lot in progress. I'm really proud of us. Yeah. So does that take us then to Dreamcasting? I, I, 100%. Let's roll right in. All right. What do let's you got? Let's roll like three semi-trucks into Dreamcasting. <laughs> so this Alabama is... Slam, baby. <laughs> Flea flicker. <laughs> Um, you got so this is the casting for this movie if um it they could get better like a better pay grade actors than the movie had okay no offense to the actors i'm just saying if they could get like the people they actually wanted when they went to write this movie okay um so katie sackoff Uh is agent maggie grace because for oh, the first, oh. and Katie Sackhoff anywhere. Yes, yeah. but like for the first fifteen minutes, I, as I was watching, and I knew logically it was Maggie Grace. But for the first fifteen minutes, I'm like, is that Katie Sackhoff? Yeah, yeah. Because that's just that's too a sh- weird twist that you thought Maggie Grace was Katie Sackhoff, but like you, but you existentially, get, yeah, it was Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, it was Katie Sackhoff. Like she wasn't Oof. not pretending to be it's Katie a Sackhoff. Good one. It's a great one, right? Um, the lead actor I have here. The lead actor is Christian Yelich. Um, <laughs> there you go. But I couldn't. And then I was like, maybe. Then I was like, maybe somebody from Teen Wolf, just because I I don't know anybody in Teen Wolf, but I feel mm. like maybe a guy from Teen Wolf would be good for this. Sure. Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> no, no, no. He's too. He's too. He's the only one that I looked through the casting, uh, and I had someone. Like, and I was like, no, that one's too. He's too small. He's too compact. You think Toby Kebbell is much bigger than him. I, I wasn't that. It's like mentally, I feel like just mm. he's a little wee man. Because small, my other my act. My choice for actor is not much bigger, but his head feels larger. <laughs> and Dylan O'Brien's head doesn't feel big enough Got to it. me. That's why okay. he feels so wee. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, like, I feel like I could just pop him in my little pocket. Like, that's... So, um, instead, I, I need someone who has, like, that sort of, like, oh, shucks, oh, shucks charm. Yeah. Um, and would really method actor the accent. And so I went with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. hear that. Um, so, of course, in this alternate universe where they can get actors with names... Um, Breeze is played, of course, by Chris Pratt. That's a that's a good call. Yeah, yep. I like that call. That, uh, that's early early Chris Pratt. Early, is exactly like if Chris that role. Pratt hadn't gotten Jacked. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, this is the role he'd be playing. Totally. Like, that's where that retired drunk veteran. Yeah, that's like there's a, a road diverged in the wood. Yeah, and he had not gotten a six pack he would be here yeah did, he played a similar role in like um was it Zero Dark Thirty that he was in or yeah that was, was when he first got yeah, ripped when he got go. like yeah, super yeah. ripped yeah yeah um. Okay, so the hackers, uh, Sasha would be played by Olivia Munn. Ooh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That she really, That's I feel like her predator energy yeah. is very it's much very a one-to-one one for that. Yeah, Yeah, but a little, she'd be a little more authoritative, a little more like disdainful, mm-hmm. the way that Olivia Munn can be, where she can just give you yes. that like, course. the way when she was playing, when she was in a newsroom, like kind of playing mm. that character-ish. Sloan Sabbath yeah. deserved her own series. Yes. Um, so Olivia Munn and then uh, her boyfriend would be Jim Sturgis. Oh, okay. I wanted I wanted yeah, like a right, slight right. British guy. I yeah. don't know. I just want British. Uh, the casting that I'm most proud of here is the last three for um, the sheriff, Michael Kelly. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. The only one who would have yes. an authentic Southern accent. Okay. Because yes. I, again, thought for the first five minutes, is that Michael Kelly? And then I was like, yeah. no, that, he's not going to do this movie. I was thinking this morning, literally this morning, on my drive to work, I was thinking about how Michael Kelly needs a solo action vehicle. Yeah. I want Michael Kelly to do like some sort of Taken style movie or something oh. that's just like a big action he's movie. he's just fighting yeah. off alligators yeah. to get yeah. his daughter back. Because that guy's great. He is. He's fantastic. Oh. Okay, so Moreno, which is her partner or like former partner friend. Oh, you're going to the bit players. Oh, hold on, because that was Benjamin Bratt. Because what oh, the hell else okay, is he doing? Okay, yeah, the question. Good question. Um, but most importantly, for the bad guy, for the head bad guy, for uh-huh. the for the the end all be all, heel turn for Liam Neeson. I actually just wrote down the exact same thing. Ah, yeah. Our minds. I think that means it's true. I it's think that true. means it's true. Oh my God, our yeah. minds right now. Yeah. Yeah. He'll turn for Liam Neeson. He would be so good yeah, at Yeah, and we don't see enough bad guy Liam Neeson. We never mm-hmm. do, and but, he'd be so fun at it. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Like, Liam Neeson, I don't know why he has, like, Hugh Grant leaned into the badness of himself, and I loved it. And Liam Neeson's gone the other way, and has leaned into this like aging action. He's become what we wanted Clint Eastwood to become in his old age. (laughs) (laughs) Would uh, one thing I'm wondering though, is would it be too predictable for Liam Neeson to have the turn? If he's, if he starts out as just that guy, just the security guy. See, nobody would see that coming because they would yeah, read they, hero all the way. It's yeah. like how you see Stellan Skarsgård, you know he's a bad guy. Yeah, you see Liam Neeson, you're you know like, he's, he's going to stop the heisting that Maggie Grace is going to, or Katie Sackhoff is going to do. <laughs> Katie Sackhoff's going to heist, and he just wants to retire, but he can't because he has one week out of retirement. Fair yeah, yeah. So this is his last. This is his last go around. Yeah. he's like Jeff Bridges in Hell or High would, Water. They would, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, it would be fantastic. Is all I'm saying. Okay, so who's your fantasy casting? I'm going to go, I'm going to like straight up make this a a fast in the furious kind of movie. Mm -hmm. Liam Neeson, definitely for Ralph Innocent's character. He's going to be the head of the heisters. Will is, Will is the rock. (gasps) Will is the rock. Uh, I want the rock as a meteorologist. Oh my God. I want the rock with the emotional attachment into the destroyer. The destroyer would have to be four times as big. Yeah. The, it would have to be the one he was driving in Fast and Furious. He yeah. would. He is the. De- and there would be a joke about a joke about how he is the destroyer. Yeah. yeah. Like absolutely the all weather terrain vehicle that will fuck you up yeah. and survive anything. <laughs> and his brother is played by Breeze's Jason Momoa. Mm. So we have. Oh my yeah. god. We have, we have the we have the Samoan duo oh of the Rock god. and Jason Momoa. Who there's not even gonna like the idea of them laying waste to the heisters like those guys ever had a fucking they would chance just punch the hurricane against against those two mountains of men. Oh my god! I, I this this Jason movie would Momo- kill in my hometown. <laughs> oh my god! I'm already buying a ticket. Yeah. I just want the I the mental image of the rock jumping through the air to punch the hurricane in the face in, in its face that and we then know the it has. money explodes out of the hurricane. <laughs> like a thousand gold coins yes! in Mario. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And um because I didn't get enough of her presence in Hobbs and Shaw, I'm gonna go ahead and make Agent Maggie Grace. I'm gonna make Casey Aiza Gonzalez. Wow. Oh, okay. Because that's a that's a that's one for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's one for me. That's a Jordan special. That's uh, just, there is that science has yet to solve the equation that is Aiza Gonzalez's face. <laughs> it defies logic. And why shouldn't she be? You know, why shouldn't she fuck up in Utah and then be put on Treasury duty? Sure. Um, yeah. And then Sasha is going to be an eminently more practically clothed Ruby Rose. 
Okay. Because I just love that. I honestly think that when you have Ruby Rose as the hacker, you don't need the second hacker. You don't need, no, you don't need no. the second just, hacker. You have a or, or she's got a girlfriend. Yeah. Or she's just got a, or Sasha stays, same actor Sasha stays. Oh she's my God. She's Ruby's side piece. <gasps> and she's still in the outfit. She's still in the look. She just but shows she's not up. a she's hacker. Not doing yeah, she's not, she's just a part of the package yeah. deal. Yeah, exactly. And she yeah. also, she's a writer. yeah, she also makes it out at the end with her own truck of cash. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they make, like Ryan gets, a, like uh, Jason Momoa and The Rock get out in one car with Aiza what a car that would be and then like (laughs) and then like they find a way to diverge off and live Ruby and Sasha in their own 200 million dollar semi bless them (laughs) while while Liam Neeson and his semi are sucked up into the storm okay and then I'm going to make the town sheriff Miles Teller so I can watch him (laughs) get his so I can watch justice be served get shot in the watch him be a shithead and then watch him watch him go down and (laughs) that that will be my fantasy casting man miles teller on screen with the rock is a weird thing (laughs) how would you what kind of weird forced perspective would you have to put in there so you could get both of them in the same shot (laughs) well also like like rock has an issue with uh you know as he phrases it candy ass candy asses yeah Yeah. and i feel like miles teller is almost the definition of a candy i mean He has I he agree. has two candied apples, <laughs> quite literally, for an ass is how I would describe it. Yes. Oh, that'd oh. just be fun to hear the onset stories. Oh, of. My oh God. God, yeah. It, I mean, the Instagrams in real time would be oh. remarkable. <laughs> what like him like subtweeting him while he's in Iron Paradise, just like <laughs> lifting whole cars with one arm, just shading the shit out of him. I live oh, for that so good. every day. Hey, Miles, you want to go, go grab a drink? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. <clears throat> No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, I heard, no, it's not a cheat day. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not taking the day off. Um, so how many raging, how many towering infernos uh, does the hurricane heist get? Whew. <coughs> I, after a dark night of the soul for me, <clears throat> I couldn't give it as many as I wanted to. Okay. Only because as much as I loved it, mm-hmm. having set the bar pretty high with Volcano. Yeah. Of what the scale means. Uh huh. I forget how many did you give Volcano? I I think I gave it four and a half. Okay. I mean Boy. I w- I went I went high on it. Yeah. Um. And so to hold the integrity, mm-hmm. I have to go three. It's something wow. I wouldn't not. Oof. I would absolutely if it were on television. Tough. I will watch it. Yeah. Um. I might even say to people like. Three is above average. Yeah. Let's it's sixty yeah. percent. Yeah. <laughs> I might even say to people like, <clears throat> dude, Hurricane Heist was underrated. And underappreciated in its time. You're like, even by me. Yeah. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't say Hurricane High slaps, but you'd be like, it's yeah, right. it doesn't slap. It lightly taps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, Hurricane Heist is good. It's not great. Okay. I wouldn't necessarily be like, if they were doing a, a hurricane, the Hurricane Heist movie, like we're showing it at the new Bev, I'd be like, eh, I can skip it. Sure. But like if it's, if I'm. Tarantino's program. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that does not <laughs> sound like a. 35 millimeter <laughs> Hurricane Heist. If you don't think that this podcast is going to become big enough, <laughs> that we're going to get to program our own week at the new Bev, I, I mean, we should end it right now. You're because right. You're right. Winners the goal, don't have a plan B. Exactly. <laughs> The goal oh is programming. Okay. In which case, yes, hurricane, the Hurricane Heist will go in there as a twister double feature. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, the and then we'll have a panel sequel. discussing the relative and the, the irony of the fact that they're opposite movements of airflow. I really mm. hope Maggie Grace comes to that. 
I mean, what else is she doing? I would love for Maggie Grace to come to that. I, we can get Maggie Grace to our panel at the New Bev. Oh, that yeah. Friend of the uh, hope uh, aspirational Soon friend of the show. Soon to be Maggie friend Grace. of the show. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it four. Wow. I'm going to give it four. It's I just had an eighty. A it's great, passing grade. Great goddamn time with this movie, and I was so excited to watch it again. Not a single bit of like, oh, this is homework. It was like, thank God I have a reason to watch Hurricane Heist again. Yeah. Yeah. And that is really saying something for this level of silliness. It was, <laughs> And it's it, one of those things it, like, it's like a national treasure where you don't, it, you really undersell it in your mind. And then you're like, oh my God, the alchemy of this totally worked. What a, what a fun cast. Yeah. An unusual, a not usual group of suspects, but they all pulled it off. I thought they had great chemistry. Wow. The And if you're gonna, if you're gonna go crazy, with a with a hurricane movie, you might as well give it a face. Yeah, that's the, all the good gusto. Points. Truth. The gusto. What draft do you think that the face came into it? Do you think that's a first draft? That <laughs> I think that's, that's first draft. You think that's first draft. That's a like, writer fought for and it. And then I was yeah. gonna say the writer fought for it. And yeah. it's like this is the point. Yeah. This is the soul of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jason? Uh, this one for me, kind of in the middle. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I would almost go so far as to say it slaps but uh i'm i'm right at about a three and a half which okay. is firmly in the they underestimated you yeah, movie. yeah. <laughs> yeah. wow they underestimated they you, you. <laughs> yeah. no i think that's i think that's fair i think that's fair yeah and yeah and i know i'm going more generously on this one because this one just really sings to me it, it, you were elated to get for that this was gonna be what we covered <laughs> yeah i mean i have you thought sent about in it. all caps about how much you love this yeah movie you were and stoked the, no and like you your response to it in the group chat was akin to my response to it watching it the first time right right and I like, had yeah ah oh, this movie this is a revelation and it should not have been a revelation for you <laughs> I you had have a hel- seen like, it I, I did have a hell of a time watching it yeah for sure. hell like, of a time again cannot believe this movie didn't do better given mm-hmm. the fact that it is so fun to watch like yeah if, if I had seen this in theaters Much like, it made me feel happy like crawl makes me feel happy yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, we just like watching Southerners get fucked up. <laughs> That's true. That's truly, true. This is, this is a, the podcast all about watching Southerners get their asses handed to them. <laughs> Whether so, it's Tommy Lee Jones with a volcano or... What can what should audiences prep for their homework for next episode, <sighs> Amanda? So next episode, we're going much further south. <laughs> we are going south to New Alcatraz, Ooh. a high security prison located in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to spoil what the conflict is or do it, should it be a surprise? All I'm going to say is that um, something is awakened. <laughs> okay, yes. By drilling close to the p- new Alcatraz. Um, <laughs> it stars Dean Kane. It is available. You can find it on um, for rent. I don't know why you wouldn't already own the DVD, but it is available for rent <laughs> on Amazon. Um, if you're for some reason boycotting Amazon, like I was for a very brief period of time before I realized that boycott is pointless. Um, it's also available on Voodoo. Okay. I don't know what Voodoo is, but it's there. It, v- I see it come up, yeah. So that's, it's way more expensive on Voodoo. Um, or just buy the DVD because you're going to want to add this to your collection. Yeah, keep I it would on imagine copy, on, on hard copy. I've never seen this, Jordan. You've never seen this. Nope. I haven't seen it. Okay, so this is a new one for all three of us. This will be fun. All right, well, thanks for tuning in, folks. Remember to rate and review. um, Spread the word. Share on Twitter. Uh, You can follow Jordan. Yep, uh, J-O-R-C-R-U on Twitter. I'm at Amanda R. Tubbs. Jason? Uh, I'm Jason Halftones. And then the podcast is disaster underscore pod. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Tweet us your thoughts. Um, 
whether or not you see faces in hurricanes is always good to know. <laughs> Do an informal kind of just check out what, if we're missing something mm-hmm. in the hurricane. Um, and then like, let us know how many towering infernos you would give this one. Mm-hmm. Like we, are we off base on this? Oh, yeah. Um, but most importantly, please rate and review uh, the podcast. Let us know how podcast. many towering infernos you give this podcast. Oh. oh. And by that, I mean five stars. Five. five <laughs> you give, you give five us five stars. stars. That's every number of infernos equals five stars. On True. The, and <laughs> yeah, you can give us the five stars and then in the review, write how many towering infernos you exactly. would give Perfect. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. Until next week, guys. Yes. See you later, guys. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>